Welcome to episode two of Culture Shock, Life on the Border, straight from Bonavilla Tattoos in Laredo, Texas. This is episode two of Culture Shock, and today we've got Boogie Capone. Nah, not Boogie Capone. I'm going to call you Capone, bro. <laughs> Whichever. Boogie, Gon- Boogie Gonzalez. This guy right here. Dude, nobody knows my real name. Or okay, no, nah, so you know what? That's true. I'm going to keep you at, I'm going to keep you down low, man. We've got Boogie. Uh, he's played in a lot of different bands over the years here in Laredo. Uh, band that he's been in right now is Full Contact. How long has Full Contact been around? Uh, 16, 17 years, give or take. Nice. He goes uh, on and off. Right. Yeah, and then we've also got Surge. Rock and Surgical. Roll. There you go. Yeah, man. He does a lot of cool podcasts with uh, Jay Ramir. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. He's in the house, too. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, with... Sergio, what are we going to talk about today, man? We're talking about a whole bunch of good stuff. We're going to talk about some yeah. brujerias, curanderos. Yeah. We're going to talk about some some crazy stuff. You know, the way things are here, we don't. We I guess we take it for granted. More than anything else, we do take it for granted. We take for granted the fact that we're, you know, we're Mexican-Americans. We're, you know, we're Mexicanos. And, and uh, you know, when we leave town uh, is when we usually notice it the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny enough, man, all three of us were in a band for a while. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we got to travel all over the place and do some cool stuff. And right. it was awesome, man. Like, it was a lot of fun. And one of the things that, and one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this with you guys is because it's like I always remember going to Baltimore and we are at, you know, some really cool bar. What was the bar? Sidebar. The sidebar. I think, I think that's where I got AIDS. Oh, man, that sidebar bathroom. You got the hib there? I you know what? That's, that's, oh, he hit the head and more. It's yeah, like, I got the AIDS there. He uh, he passed out, man, in the bathroom of the sidebar. And Before the show started. No, but but yeah. it, was, it was cool, man. It was fun. But I just remember the first thing that happened when we walked in was the guy who were, we were with, was it Dom who walked us in there? No, nah, it, it was Charles? a security uh, skinhead guy at the door, the door guy, and he just goes, are you, the, are you guys from Texas? I'm like, yeah. Follow me, and we're like, okay. Oh yeah, man. So when you enter the club, it's like a it's a basement it's a downstairs, yeah. So we're following this huge guy. He's like six five, looks like, you know, intimidating. He goes up to the bar. He's the guy from Texas. Okay. Give him the first rounds on me. He gave us free shots. No, nah, but like, the first thing that uh, the thing I re- I remembered specifically, the guy says, "Oh, you guys from Texas? Oh, Mexican? Let's drink some tequila." And I was just kind of like. And that's yeah, what he man. bought us, tequila. right? Yeah, that's he, what he got bought us, us a yeah. crap ton of tequila. Yeah. But I, th- I remember at the time I was like, man, this is like really badass. And then I kind of thought to myself, like, that was kind of racist. I mean, if you really think of it. Not, well, I mean, not really racist. It, it didn't I do love tequila. So yeah, me like... too. But that's the thing. <laughs> did you drink it? Fuck yeah, I did. There yeah, we go. Exactly. You <laughs> know, no, drinks. but you know, that's the thing. I didn't get offended. I'm, I'm not the kind of person that gets offended about shit like that. But I thought to myself, like, why the fuck is the first thing he fucking said was tequila? Fuck you, bro. What if I'm a fucking rum guy, you know? Like. Well, let me tell you what that. if I'm a what if I'm into Cuba fucking, Libre, you yeah, know? Yeah, Cuba man, Libre. I like fucking oh mint juleps. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I figured out in that. There was a lot of uh, and, and I realized in that show in Baltimore that it isn't necessarily racism, it's ignorance. No. Yeah, it's ignorance, yeah, man. And I'm being like four four kids or well, you know, no, not really five kids. kids, six kids from uh, <laughs> you know, we were kids from Laredo and going over there because you see, this is what yeah, happened. Man. This is what happened when we were in Baltimore. Uh, you guys, they took you all to that amazing, the best man store ever. I'm pretty sure it was ever. called American Fried Chicken. Is I that swear, what it was I called? Think that's exactly well, that's what, what it called. should be called. Right across from the Hustlers. Yeah. It was chicken, porno, knives, liquor. It was yeah. like the ultimate Why man store. Why don't we have that the, here? But, but that, <laughs> yeah. that was just a front, man. Like You walked in and literally the chicken shack was on the left. The porno was in a little room also to the left. On the right, they had weapons. They had knives, brass knuckles, naked playing yeah. cards, na- uh-huh. naked lady playing cards. Nunchucks. Yeah, man. And then, <laughs> and then there was a room in the back with a little door that would open up, and it was like a, a video game arcade. Like you would think it was. It was, it was, it, it was crap. Like, it was where the Foot Clan was hanging out. <laughs> you know? All I remember is getting back, and this guy is nowhere to be seen. And I was kind of like, "Fuck, man." Who? You know, Surge. Yeah, mm-hmm. Surge is gone, oh. and I'm kind of like, "All right, man, what's going on?" Uh, one of the guys comes up to us, and I'm like, "Hey, man, your friend's in the bathroom, man, and he's blocking the door. He's not letting anybody in, and we're just kind of like." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? So we, oh, God. Yeah, I just remember, that. I just remember walking in the bathroom, and one of the stalls was like 
closed, like if somebody was like fucking holding themselves against holding themselves against it, and I'm kind of like Sergio, hey, hey, Serge, hey, and I'm like no getting no response, so I get my hands on the door and I push it open really, really hard as hard as I can, and I got it open like maybe two inches, and I look inside and I see his foot, and I'm like fuck, <laughs> dude, he's dead, he's, he's out, gone. dude. Dead. So I end up pushing the door so hard that he rolls in a. Oh, like pull wow. a basically pull a piss. Is, is that what happened? Yeah, man, you rolled out I of the way. I could it was before the show because yeah. no, because that, we, there are that many people there. No, at the time. Uh, this is how I know that the show. The, uh, it was after the show, and I remember this because it was after we played because he played and everything was fine. When all the other bands played, he went to the van and got fucking trashed, and then we ended up going to that American fried chicken place, bought him chicken, tried to feed him. I almost got arrested because I had to piss in the alleyway that we were at. And as I was finished peeing, the cops rolled up on me and they, hey, does that look like a pisser to you? I'm like, no. And I'm sorry. And I, no. I zip up real quick and I'm fucking like ready to get arrested. And then they end up taking off. And then I thought I saw a cat within the same five seconds. It ended up being a rat. So it freaked me the fuck out, and I ran back to the van, and it was it was a fucking adventure. It was an adventure. But you know, I just remember this guy being so trash, and we had to like take off his clothes, and I fed him chicken. What are you talking about? What was he that drinking? Didn't happen at all, Gabe? You know? you know, but we 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 went to a lot of different places. You know, we were at uh, what South Chicago, Hammond, Indiana. Yeah, man, we got yeah. to see that. Uh, we got to see a lot of dudes get beat up. We by got, a we got huge to see the black Trump, skinhead, the Trump Hotel. The, oh that's man, that's where we stayed. Yeah, yeah that's where we right. Stayed. Yeah. We stayed at a Trump hotel. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we're we're looking. For How much was that? Not much actually. It, it, wasn't it, that was, bad. it was the saddest point of tour. Yeah. Well, dude, the room yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that's true. The, the room, room was awesome. awesome. I don't remember. <laughs> it's right next to the casino, right there by the river, and I remember. The reason we panicked because we made a wrong turn. And oh, I see, we ended up in Gary, Gary Indiana. Gary, Indiana. <laughs> That's right. You know, <laughs> murder capital of, uh, and that for, was I don't a, know how many that years. That was a place. The hotel was in Gary, Indiana. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, but I remember we 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 took the wrong stop. Or that we took the wrong exit. We end up in Gary, Indiana, and we were fucking shitting bricks. And yeah. we find a hotel, but it was totally blacked out, dark. Next to a strip club and the strip that's club right. that said yeah, like that's right. you know like Gary's home of like the the 30, Jacksons no no, no it said, said like yeah it was home, home of the Jacksons no 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 yeah. but the the name the of the strip, strip club, club was like it was like uh, Julian's uh, thir- home of thirty beautiful women and one ugly one or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that exactly. right yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah, yeah that's and, right uh, these are honest. Too, but yeah, yeah, when I saw Gary Indiana, you know, they were like the Boston Celtics of stri- you know streak <laughs> of murder capital yeah, of the world. Yeah. We're like, dude. Get the fuck back. Let's go. Yeah. Well, we end up we end up at a convenience store, and I don't remember who gets down. I think it was me and you, right, Book? We get yeah, down, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we stop in there, and we're like, "Fuck, we gotta ask for directions, man. <laughs> I don't know what to do." And nobody else wanted to get off the van, and we walk in, and it's like this huge Mexican dude just looking at us, and, "Hey, man, where are you guys from? Uh, Texas." He's like, "I knew it, man. I saw your plates on your van. It said Texas. I'm from San Antonio, man. I'm just working here. And hey, what's going on?" And he ended up being really cool, and oh, he gave yeah. us directions to the to the Trump Hotel and Casino. He said that yeah, there's always vacancies. Like, yeah, it's, it's oh, that, that's where y'all got the directions. Yeah, man. Trump. <laughs> Dude, the hotel was like not even a hundred bucks. Well, it's because we were staying right outside of a strip club. We were we didn't get a hotel. We stayed outside of a strip club because it was the only lighted area, and yeah. we knew that. Yeah, so we were staying outside. We didn't even go into the strip club. No, it was so, closed, man. No, we we went to it was like 4 in the morning yeah, or something. Yeah, we went to the like casino. Super... That was our first time going to a casino. Well, we casino. got to the casino like at 5 in the morning. We, yeah. They weren't serving drinks. It was just juice. So this this tour, we're out there in tour, and we went a lo pelon. We just booked the cities, uh, and you dude, just didn't well, book well, like fucking... Dude, it was okay, just look, book that, the cities. That's no... kind of how it works, <laughs> man. Well, that's how it looked. That's how it worked for me because... That day we were supposed to play in Indiana, and the show got canceled, so he said like... You know, we play the festival the following day. Let's that's just right. get there a day early. Yeah. We, we could make up the money the next day. Because see, that's that's honestly how it worked for us, uh, booking tours. What I did was I would say, I would map everything out. I'm like, all right, we're going to start at this area, and then we've got a 45-minute drive to the next city, and then maybe an hour drive to the next one. And if we ask for at least, you know, 50 bucks to pay out, like us playing, that's enough to get us enough gas to get to the next city and a up a couple of uh, beers and maybe some dollar burgers and we're good. Yeah. So we literally lived city by city, yeah. date by date, just to get enough money to go to the next place, which always, you know, it wasn't always like that. I mean, sometimes they'd stiff us or they'd go, oh, I only got like 30 bucks or 20 bucks and we're like, fuck it, man. Gas in the van. Let's get the fuck out yeah. of here. I, I thought yeah, it was you seen that documentary on Anvil? 
I mean, I remember Reno and I saw it. We were like, dude, I don't feel bad when we went on tour. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That guys went through, like, a lot worse things. They're like a major band, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we, honestly, when we went on tour, uh, dude, we went on, a f- like, a five-song demo CDR that mm. wasn't even, like, a fucking, We, we like, practically legit. had nothing. And we, we didn't have shirts. Yeah. We didn't have anything. We had... Ten songs, a five-song DVR, uh, and a CDR, and a fucking uh, a drive to fucking jam out, jam. man. And yeah. we did it. Dude, and know? it all started because we were booking all these bands that would tour. They were from all over the United States. And one time I told Gabe, well, dude, it'd be badass if we can go on tour. You know, just go check it out. And this is Gabe's attitude. He goes, why not? <laughs> you know, we know <laughs> yeah, these man. guys. You know, they have hookups yeah. in their cities. Like, we've helped all these assholes out in different cities. Why the fuck can't they help us yeah, out? Exactly. And that's exactly what and happened, And they man. did. You know, they... I mean, we went to cities where they welcome, like, I can't believe you're oh, in yeah. Long Island. Or, oh, know. yeah, man. Yeah, Long Island was fucking welcoming. amazing, man. Dude, yeah, was that amazing. story was The scary. Long Island one? Yeah, remember we walked in, y'all were wearing Astros gear. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, we drove by Shea Stadium, and we saw, like, dude, if we would have known, you know, the Mets were playing, we would have stopped by and, you know, checked out the game. So we get to the bar, and it's nothing but, you know, uh, the locals, like older gentlemen by this the is bar. Long Island, New York, yeah. And, they, they take and then the place is filled with Mets. Let's uh, go, Mets, like, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we walk in, and it so happens everybody had Astros gear on. So <laughs> and I go, All of you guys had tell, Astros oh, yeah, gear. All of well, us I, had, yeah. well, I had my Spurs because the Spurs were playing that night. Did I have that ugly-ass Astros jacket That's that gave right, you? That's right, the one you gave me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They go, It was right. like a bright orange Astros <laughs> jacket. Man. So we walk in, and I tell Sergio, dude, they're playing the Astros. They're like, oh, wow. And Astros Mets were playing the Astros yeah. and As you guys we walk there. in with fucking Astros exactly. gear. So we walk in and then they made a run. They tied the game and we're cheering <laughs> on. So you get these older guys looking at us like, you know, that New York face like pissed off and like, oh shit. But like the um, the waitress comes up and she goes, oh, how can, what can I get you? I go, ah, give us like a round of beers. And you just hear in the background, did you check their IDs? I'm like, oh, oh I'm wow. sorry, that's my that's my boss. And I'm like, oh wow. And like she saw like we were from Texas, but she didn't mention anything. So we get the we get the beers and you know, we're just there. Then uh Luda, the uh, Oh yeah, man. The, the guy who booked their show from Go Fuck Yourself, that's the name of the band. He just walks <laughs> yeah, in and you know, with his <laughs> thick New York accent, you chicken care, my boys from Texas. Yeah. And it's like, what? You guys are from Texas? Like, oh, dude, they saw us like yeah. we were from Mars. Yeah, so like, yeah. what are you doing in Long Island? Like, these people never well, left. Yeah, New you're York. right. Yeah. What are we doing in Long Island? <laughs> you know, and it's like, <laughs> where are your horses and your yeah. carriages? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the guys were freaking out, and then the gentlemen that were by the bar go, "Oh, we thought we were just a bunch of assholes, like trying to like oh we are pick a fight with us. <laughs> we you know, are, we're but like, we're assholes from Texas. No, we're we're from Texas. Like, you know, we love the Astros. Yeah. You know, like it you was know? it was it and that was actual fucking culture shock. It was so fucking yeah, weird, go. man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I remember that actually that Long Island show was man they they almost bought us all out on merchandise. Oh yeah, bought us merchandise. That. The owner baked this. That guy goes, I used to make pizzas. I have oh, another one. Oh yeah, made us a pizza. man. Yeah. Shut the fuck. Yeah, it because was like was the so most hospitable place. He gave. Remember, uh, Anheuser Busch came out with a beer that it was like a, a copy version of Heineken. Oh it wow. It was called American Beer or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, nobody was buying it. And he it goes, was that <laughs> pop top fucking thing, right? This it kind of looked like a girl. This is before yeah, like the whole craft beer craze. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand five so, guys. So the owner comes up to me yeah. and he goes, "Hey man, I got this beer in the back. It doesn't sell. You want it?" He gave us like two cases of it. What? He just goes here. I didn't he, see a single one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, neither did I, man. Yeah, I was you just saying, man. We're drinking them wow. in the back. And now the, guy, the truth comes. No, out. you know what, man? You know what? I have I have a fucking admission, man. That happened a lot on tour, man. I'm sorry. I'd have to fucking say me and there Boogie would we and Boogie would fucking walk in and somehow or another someone would say, Hey, I have a whole case of beer here, you want it? And we'd be like looking at each other, yeah. And we'd go and sit down and fucking pop them open and drink and fuck everybody. If you weren't and around, good sorry. Job, in Memphis, our first well, show, in remember? Memphis, man. <laughs> we were playing with a bunch of straight edge bands, and so the hot, the bar rules were like, Oh, we give them a case of beer. We're like, they're all straight edge. They don't drink. Do you wise want it? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, give it to us. Yeah, you know? me and Boogie sat in the back on couches in a very nice air conditioned room, drinking the shit out of beers. Halfway through, these guys walk in. We've been looking for you. Where the fuck have oh, you been? That's what you're already doing. We were drinking then. beers, and then they drank. That with was us a great too, show too, by the way. I remember that was a great show. The, it, I do. It was a great tour, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I. What what year was this again? 2005. 2005. Yeah. All right. Well, that was one thing that I, I noticed throughout this whole. Uh, us going on tour thing was it 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 did happen a lot man we were a bunch of mexicans in a van and everybody seemed to have noticed it but us like we didn't think about it we were just a couple of fucking cool dudes hanging out drinking beer going to different places 
and jam it out, and that was it. And it was just more of a uh, an issue to other people more than it was to us, which was always really funny. And uh, I remember we got, I know it was me and you, but where we stopped at some place to gas up, and the ladies tried saying that we we had taken off without paying. Oh, that, that was that was in Texas. No, no, but that's what, well, it doesn't matter, you yeah, know, because was, I mean, it wasn't was, Laredo. We were heading towards Lubbock, and I remember we had pulled over, and I didn't even I didn't even get up. I didn't get in, I didn't get up because I was trying to fall asleep. And I remember the cop was super cool. Yeah, like, man, oh, that was a, guys... that was a weird thing, man. The cop was the 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 sheriff that pulled us over was fucking awesome. He was an older white gentleman that was super cool. Yeah. You know, he was talking about that he was a musician and he was just really awesome. And we were expecting to get crap from that guy, but we didn't. Yeah. We got we got crap from the the two Mexican ladies that were at the that the that the convenience store where we, where we gassed up that we gassed up and they said that we just left without paying. Well, me and Boogie walk in and you know, we're fucking widows. We don't look fucking like dark ass Mexicans and we're standing there Talking to the cops. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Why are you, you looking at me? Dark ass Mexican. Well, why are you looking right? at me? Because <laughs> we look like dark ass Mexicans. You know, you, you know? You look, the, the dangerous kind here, Jerry. You know, not the white Mexicans. Those guys yeah. carry I'm switch the pale Mexican. Not, not I'm the like, ones like, like, oh, he must be yeah. sick. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was probably it was probably all the tattoos y'all have. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with y'all? Y'all forget what y'all happened. Yeah, well, you know, so we walk in and we walk in. And we we talked to the sheriff, and the sheriff's trying to figure out what happened to the money. It was like sixty bucks or whatever it was that they we gassed up with. And the whole time that these ladies are supposedly, you know, quote unquote, looking for the money, they're counting out the registers. They're talking to each other in Spanish, talking shit. And I'm gonna be just gachos and this and this and that. So after about like two minutes of this, Boogie looks at them and he looks at me and he goes, "Hey, somos raza. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" And oh shit, they freak out. Within like seconds, they find the money that we didn't fucking pay for gas, and the sheriff let us go. But I just remember it being fucking hilarious. Wow. It was like we got fucking like shit on by fucking Mexicanos that for were thinking that you're white, for thinking that we were white, man. That's a bit reverse racism, really weird, no, man. Yeah, reverse reverse racism, dude. We've traveled all over the United States. That's the only. Remember, we would stop by Mississippi, Alabama, and Reno would be all panicking, like, dude, <laughs> over here they're gonna lynch us, and they're gonna. Yeah. I go, dude, we walked down and. Oh my God, I love your tattoos. Where y'all yeah, from? Like, dude, super friendly. It was like, yeah. but yeah. no, like the, I mean, we've traveled all <laughs> over the place. And the only discrimination or. That's the word I was looking for discrimination. Discrimination I've ever experienced there was by Raza themselves. Yeah, man. And it was outside of Dallas. I remember we had played a gig in Dallas. Never had a Chevron car. And I go, I'm just going to go buy 35 and find a Chevron. That's why I got rid of it. I could never find any Chevrons, yeah, right? That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> you know? So I find one like maybe 25 miles out of. Dallas on 35, and it's a bunch of truckers, you know, and there's two registers. They tell me, no, no, use the money. You know, we made good money last night. You know, don't use your card. I'm like, all right, cool. So I gave them, I gave the lady 100 bucks. So I'm like, I'm going to fill up the, and they're, oh, okay, fill up the van. They come back. And then the other, the other register, was like, there was kind of empty. So I just went to the first lady and I just go, oh, I just filled up my, and I saw the lady had the 100 bucks still. She didn't like put it in the yeah. register. So I was going to tell her, I just filled up the tank. And the hundred bucks are right there. They go, were you in this register? I go, no, I'm sorry, I was at the other one, but the hundred bucks was there. And like she just made a face and looks to the other guy. He goes, este wey me sabe que caja uso. He goes, ya sé, que chingo se cree. And I just go, you know, está todo pendejo. No que soy pendejo. Es que no sabía que era una pinche diferencia. As soon as I said that, they just like their face drop and just go. And they were like truckers behind me, and they just were like. That awkward silence <laughs> at a gas station, mind you. And I go, ¿Qué pasa buen día, señoritas? And I went out and like, dude, the hangover went away. The sleepiness went away. <laughs> I slammed the door in the van. And I was like, you never guess what the fuck just happened to me, dude. You know, <laughs> you know, you expect it to go like someone has tell me, oh, you beaner or whatever. No, no, no. That's the only experience I ever had like on tour. Discrimination. Discrimination. Yeah. You know, what? I was like, I remember for a while, people know Little thought I was like the biggest racist ever. Yeah. You know. Cause Why? You know, like, it was during, like, soccer. I'm all, like, go USA oh, or whatever yeah, yeah. or whatever this and that. And people would tell me, no, you're Mexicano. And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm American, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed to say you're an American. And like, you know, I am still that that way. You know, it's like, what's wrong, you know. So, no, when we would play Monterrey, do you remember, like, we cruise around, go eat at little, like, stands or we go shopping. I remember, I'll never forget this one time. It was like, 
They saw us. They saw us with the tattoos. Uh-huh. And he goes, ahí vienen los gringos. Now, they were referring to us. They were referring to us. Uh-huh. And I heard it, and I was like, what? You know, this was like... <laughs> Nowadays, when you go the shows in Mexico, everyone has tattoos, and that's you know, tattoos were still kind of taboo, you know, like 15 years ago. Like uh-huh. you see people like, you know, you, you go to a show, you see people with tattoos, and they're like, oh crap, you know, he worships the devil, or he's a gangster, or he's a prisoner, or whatever. But I remember we were walking around, and we were with our backpacks, and and I remember uh, I clearly heard it. I'm in los gringos, and he goes, ah, bien, and we like, like they were happy, and they were like. It, I was, don't know. it wasn't like a, you know, hey, like, fuck uh, you nah, kind nah, of thing. Nah, or, nah, oh, go, God damn it. It was in a playful manner. Yeah, yeah. Go pee in their food or something. You know, it wasn't like that. It's just like, <laughs> we're coming in, we're going to spend some money or whatever, you know. And it was nice. And, they were, and like, everyone's been nice. Like I said, I've never experienced any discrimination, any racism, you know. We joke around. Like, there's oh, yeah. a bunch of bands. Like, we played them all over the place. And we, you know, we're always busting each other's chops, you know, yeah, yeah. busting each other's balls, you know. And then it's, you know, it's no big deal. <laughs> that place, what was the name of that club? That that bartender yeah. knew me well, from I remember. because I would spend at least fifty bucks with the beer. It, it had the it had so many straight edge kids. Thing in the the back. guy would just serve me. He just come with my bucket of indio. Goes ah, you're back. And I'm like there you go. That was when I first learned. First time we played there. And I was with a bunch of dudes, uh, all the locals, and you know there were very few guys that drank. So we're just, and I remember like, ah, and the guy noticed I was buying a lot of beer, I was partying, whatever, and the guy goes, ah, te gusta chupar? And I go, eh, este vato. <laughs> like no, 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 boogie, he said, he says, he says, he says, culture like, shock. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. So I was like, best story. We were driving through Chicago. We end up getting lost. We end up in South Chicago, and uh, I just remember boogies. I don't know if he's driving or he's looking around and he just looks out the window. Oh yeah. And the first thing he sees the first thing he sees is like a pickup truck on fucking on bloques. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it was on a tripod and the motor was getting like I guess they're working on getting the motor out. Right. So we were lost and I just go, Inga me la rayo si no vive raza ahí. And then uh-huh. the next thing we see is there's like a fucking little store that sells tacos that had like a Corona sign. And I was like, damn, bro. No, and we went back think... and we saw the mailbox and said like Hernandez. Yeah, like, oh, man. Got it. I yeah. told you. I no, told you. And every, I told city, you. every city was like that. We would yeah, just man. see the start. We would start seeing the trucks. Yeah. We're like, okay, man, here comes the next. We're coming to a uh, Mexican neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. And a Mexican dude. restaurant. Yeah, dude. I was like, uh, not culture shit. <laughs> 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 Southside Chicago, man. I mean. Yeah, you got to, bro. I mean, as soon as I saw that tripod, it looked like Laredo, dude. Yeah, yeah man. We had to find like solid, solitude in that, you know. No, but like, <laughs> like I remember we played with this band from El Paso, and I and I remember I told them like, "Hey, man, like y'all go to Ciudad Juarez or like you've been there." It's like I've lived there all my life. I've never stepped foot in the Juarez. It's, fuck that. Like it's oh, dangerous. Yeah, like, man. Mind you, these guys were in their mid twenties. They didn't speak a word of Spanish. They're all raza, you know. Like in the valley, you know, we have a bunch of friends, yeah, you know. Man. And the thing is, I don't blame them. I know the new generation. Now yeah, with like we TV, social anymore. media, I mean, they don't learn Spanish. They just like, especially like they're like us. They grow up with like heavy metal, punk rock, you know. It's like, you know, we I I, I can understand like you know we look at the New Jersey like even here in Laredo there are a bunch of kids that like we have students that work in the summer, and oh, and, and, I, and I always teach them like hey you gonna answer the phone, like how's your Spanish not too good and I was like. You know, and and yeah, it's and I, I, I fall under that. Like, you know, yeah, I and, have two daughters, and, it, and I, I didn't teach them. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, it's not their Spanish, fault. Right? You know, it's like it's my fault. Well, not. I mean, you know, I mean, you know like not it's not like us that we grew up. It's this. Yeah, the culture is a little bit different it's, than it's, it was. It's, no, it's, I mean, you, you know, I, I, I think it was twenty years ago. I think then you needed to know Spanish to get around because if you didn't, you were like you couldn't communicate. It's always a good trait to have, though. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, if both your parents speak it, then why didn't you teach your children? And I can tell you straight off the bat, man, my kids are only second generation and they don't know Spanish. That's my fault. My, my son I mean? doesn't know a lick of Spanish. Yeah. yeah. He I mean, doesn't do, know do a lick of Spanish. Feel, and it, feel, it sucks. Does it bother you? Yeah, it does. It does okay. kind it of. And, and we, we, I've started to, I've started to like, you know, throw out little words at him yeah. and stuff like that. It kind of started getting that, that feel yeah, and yeah, the yeah. used to it. Because but I mean, it, it pays you. If you get a job, it pays you more. Oh, and yeah, that's man. not just the only reason by any means. I'm just saying that. No, that's probably the reason. No, no. I mean, like. Okay, well, I'll tell you, big, my parents don't speak English, so yeah. like uh, that makes them very distant from from their grandparents just because they don't know Spanish, you know, and that's my fault, you know what I mean? I'm, like, know, like I'm, the, I'm used to speaking English, like you said. Like the closest day. city when we played that reminds me a lot of Laredo is Brownsville. Yeah, 
the culture that we grew up with with heavy metal punk rock has changed since like the 80s to today. I mean, because you know how it was. I mean, I didn't like, you know, when you remember you go to the carnival and you win like uh, rock shirts oh, and you, stuff like that. You, you'd you know? win the, the mirrors with boys Yeah, on exactly. Them you know, and it's like, it, it, it was out there, it, but it was still it like wasn't second nature to like the rest of Laredo. It didn't hit me until I was in like like middle school, like sixth, seventh grade. I had a shirt on. One other student goes, ah, it is satanico. Like automatically, you're like, what? Oh, yeah, you know, it's like. It's a dead Kennedy shirt. Yeah, not no, satanic yeah, at all. You know, <laughs> like I forgot what shirt I was. I think it was a simple Metallica shirt, like, nothing major, you know, but it's just. And of course, the mall every Saturday, all the headbangers yeah. from different schools would hang out there. None of us knew each other except when we were at a party that night. And I remember there was a crowd gathering. Mind you, I was like in sixth, seventh grade. And I hear, and everyone's laughing. I see all the headbangers like surrounding the area, looking down. And there's a family like telling everybody off, like, you're devil worshippers. Oh, Mind you, it's the wife and the kids. Yeah. And it's just the dad, you know. And, and he's like, why do you sell this? And, you know, and all the old school dudes are like, fuck you, hail Satan, yeah. you know, like just fucking around. <laughs> just and, to fuck with them. Yeah. You know, and you could tell the kids were embarrassed and the wife was like, come on, let's get it all on. And he's like praying Those and stuff. Poor kids. I was just like, yeah. really? This is happening at the mall, yeah, you know? Man. No one's calling security on them except on us or, you know, we go around in silver coin or whatever the fuck, you <laughs> know, coin, music land, you know? But like, we were all there. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? And, and I remember, and I think after that, he stopped selling t shirts. I don't know. I guess it was oh, like man. a big spectacle. We, we ran into a lot of that. I mean, even some of the shows that you guys threw, you know what I mean? Where, where like, you, you know, they would put on the fly, like, uh, tonight oh, we opened the doors to I hell. remember that you know one, man. That, uh, that, that show had, got that canceled. Was just like, but those were the best shows because they gave us a bunch of free promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but that one that got canceled because it was Easter week. Oh, yeah. that's right. That yeah. was that was just overkill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, well, you put that you were gonna open the doorways to hell. Yeah, exactly. Who was gonna I mean, play that night? Do you remember? It was uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Angel, Angel Corpse, <laughs> Angel Corpse, Jesus. Angel Corpse, and Chrisium from Brazil. Oh yeah, man, that's right. What and, the fuck? And yeah, it was uh, dude. There was people from Mexico and everyone yeah, came by. Yeah. But the 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 church that was down the street came with like holy oil and did a procession prayer around the whole building of Sal's Pizza throwing yeah. dirty came nasty out ass in oil news yeah. and they had the flyer and they But you know where I, I you like, know where that started right and I blame Univision man yeah cuz they're the ones who were like Oh no! The gates of hell are opening up tonight, and it was like, <laughs> what? Are you will that, you be there? Yeah. Are you that like lacking news yeah. that you have to pull this shit off? Yeah, of course, know? man. Like really, God. the gates of hell are gonna open up at South Pizza yeah. in Laredo, Texas. Like <laughs> Satan was hungry. Yeah, like it's a worldwide event, folks. Like in Laredo, Texas, happening tonight. That's how I would imagine. Come one, come all. Yeah, I mean, it might be religious discrimination, but it it is discrimination. But that's it, like I remember I would wear my. Like, in Cigarroa, I was, like, one of, like, five metalheads, like, all throughout I was there, there right? There's always five metalheads so, in Cigarroa. Yeah. yeah, you know. Not like when you go to Nixon, they're yeah. all, like, in packs or in United oh, you can or go to Martin, fucking, you, know? uh, yeah. you can buy Black Sabbath shirts at Hot Topic but, now, man. You but, know? you know, everybody was cool. Like, they didn't, yeah. they didn't give, give a shit. But I remember when the whole Matamoros murders happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Holy man. fuck, the, dude. Okay, the, there was that incident. Yeah. I remember I had my Slayer shirt, the Iwo Jima one, you know. And they're like, hey, my good friend, you know, viene Matamoros and like all the killings. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And I remember my football coaches were all like, like freaking out, like, oh, you look like, dude, they, they knew since I was like in sixth grade, I had my earphones yeah, on man. listening to all this shit, right? The satanic panic, man. I, I, I think the city of Matamoros is like the name alone is satanic. Kill Moors, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. You yeah. know? No, and then do, do y'all remember when, was it Gerardo, Gerardo, Gerardo Rivera, Rivera, Rivera yeah. interviewed King Diamond? Oh yeah. Okay, man. I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't. I was a freshman in high school. I didn't see it because I had football practice. And by the time I got home, it was like eight, eight thirty. I think it was from seven, eight or whatever. I didn't do it on purpose, but I wore my King Diamond shirt the next day. Mm-hmm. Now I remember walking in, and everyone like, "Eh, es el vato que estaba en el televisión," you know, and like, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. And people were like, "Eh," and I go, "What the fuck happened?" And then someone told me, yeah, King Diamond interview was yesterday. My friend John told me. I was like, oh, fuck, I no, missed it, man. you know? So I was pissed and I missed it. And I remember I had this one class where they had, like, these religious uh, students. And you could tell there were those religious kids, like those Christians that stay up till midnight and pray and Like, the, like the girls that wore, like, the long 
dresses yes, and the long yes. uh, hair and stuff the, like that. Do you yeah. know they were Christians because they were wearing like long like jean skirts? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that yeah, you can yeah, only yeah. get like at the Christian store, like the, <laughs> I mean, the were, you're not getting laid store. Like yeah, this, you know, this they're, is they're, the hottest trend in not getting laid. Uh, they're those, that dress was a fucking fortress, man. No, those Canadian, and, and those Canadian, those was, Canadian wedding dresses drive me crazy. No, it was it was that place, and then that church is located. I had an uncle who lived like a block away from that Templo Omega place. Oh man, dude, it was one of those. They had to move. He literally lasted three months because they would stay up till like I don't know hours of the night, and it was packed. They had a live band or whatever. Well, the drummer had class with me. Remember, he had like cat. cat Catalogs of Tama, Ludwig, and like, nice. hey, you play drums? That's cool. Can I check it out? And no, the guy was cool. And then there was that other girl. They were always, I knew they were good because they were wearing the Templo Mega shirts or whatever. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I walk in to my history class and I'm wearing the King Diamond <laughs> shirt. And I had a friend of mine, Erica, who was dating a, a headbanger from, I forgot what school he went to. So we, we, we knew each other. And you know, she was from Chacon as well. So, and I remember, um, before the class started, she just walks up to me and she sees my shirt. She sees me and she just goes, "I just, I just want to ask you one thing. Um, I never noticed that you wear uh, those shirts, but like, and I guess she, she was just focusing on my King Diamond shirt. She goes, "Do you worship the devil?" And I was like, I turn around to my friend Erica and she's laughing. Do you think and, it's and, hot? And she, <laughs> if I know, worship the devil, and she just goes, "Dude, I swear!" And she just goes, "Like, so yes." I go, "Of course." Dude, she broke out and started praying and trying to grab my hand. And then my history teacher, she so was, was hot. fucking awesome. She was like, sit the hell down. What are you doing? You know, whatever, this and that. Dude, and she was following me. I was like, dude, I have football practice. Like, what the fuck's your problem? And, you know, she's like, dude. And I was like, it was like that's, that's the Laredo mentality. I mean, you could wear those kind of shirts at that time in San Antonio or Austin and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. But you know how we always said back in the 80s and 90s, oh, Laredo's 25 years behind. No, you know now we buy my yeah, hot topic so and shit. Now, you know, now we're only like, like six years behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I was like. I mean, the last time they're ever. Remember, we went to that Memphis barbecue place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where they, where they called them nachos, but they didn't have. Like, Jalapenos. Yeah. yeah. I put. Let me tell you, man. We went to. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll make it real quick. I'll make it real quick here. I, I know I'm going off track. We go to a Mex- uh, Memphis barbecue, and they, it comes out on the Food Network and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, yeah. You know, the one with the pig, right? Yeah, the yeah, one with the pig. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we ordered nachos, what they call nachos, and it's barbecue potato chips with cheese, right? And pulled pork. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it had pulled pork. And a pork. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even tortilla sauce. chips. It yeah, was no, not it, it barbecue, was potato, barbecue, barbecue potato, chips. potato chips. And they were good barbecue chips. I'm not, I'm not dishing that. <laughs> but I put jalapenos on them. No, we like asked. Like it should. Yeah, we asked. And then some other white, some other table of, of white folk, and I'm sure they were nice people, but they said, like, yeah, you just ruined your nachos. <laughs> it's like, no. no. I made them. I made them nachos. I made them nachos. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, we were ordering our food, and they're taking our order, and you see the cooks... And the, what do you call them? The, like the bus boys. The bus boys, and you know. Yeah, everybody was. They're in the back, and they're like, there was like a little window. I, like, I guess that. where like they would just go like, oh, pick up order, whatever. And we were ordering our food, and you just see people like, you know, elbowing each other like, watch out. And they all came up to it. Goes, <laughs> look hey. at the freaks. And they were like, hey, they're this on. No, pues tenemos la la frontera. I'm like, ah, órale. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they ask us like, uh, and at that point, you don't even explain because they won't understand it. Yeah, like, no, know. we have a show over here. With <laughs> no, what? We remember we gave them stickers. We like, gave them a demo. You mean you you're know? not working for your family and sending back money? <laughs> yeah, like, what exactly, the fuck? Exactly. Like, exactly. You're not migrant workers? Yeah, yeah what, exactly. What? And like, you paid to come and over they, here? They were the reason why we added the jalapenos. Remember, because when we, we, ordered, we ordered our food. No shit. And then we were like, and we were like, hey, wait, le pueden poner jalapeños a, a los nachos. Ah, no, si ya tenemos, si, como no, como no. Oh, the guys work in yeah, there. You're they right, were the only dude. reason. Yeah, you're right. Because we you're asked right. the girl, you're like, right. does it come with jalapeños? With what? Yeah, we, and found like, some you know, raza, we found some raza working in the kitchen, dude. That's the true. The promoter, uh, what was his name from Clinch Fist, the singer? Uh, Joel. Joel, and he goes... He goes, oh, my God, what did y'all do? And like, what? You know, we're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're ruined, you ruined you know? your nachos. Juicy yeah, Joe. You know, Juicy Joe, yeah. yeah and he was like, he goes, that's, uh, you know, that's the only reason he went, just to taste like the pulled pork nachos, whatever. And he didn't even get one of them. And, and we're you just killed like, him. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I know, like, everywhere is different. Like, I always hear these stories. You know, I was at a McDonald's in, like, Tennessee, and they didn't have jalapenos. <laughs> I mean, 
can you believe that? I'm like, dude, Laredo's not yeah, everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and, like they, I just and, and they get so offended and like mad, you know, it's like, dude. Well, yes. What I'm trying to say um, is that like a lot of the times it isn't us getting culture shocked. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. them getting yeah, culture man. shocked yeah. by us. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like get prepared. A little bit of Laredo's going to come up your <laughs> exactly. way. And, and here's what everyone freaks the fuck out where we're in California, the Valley, Houston, New York, wherever he goes. Dude, what is it with you guys that talk English and Spanish in the same sentence? Oh yeah, yeah. man. You know that's a little. I'm, I'm that's like a Laredo thing. You know, and they say it's Spanglish all over the place, but it's not. Man. No, it's really, really, you know, and it's like, you know, you hear people like I'm understanding the conversation, then you throw Spanish in there, and they're like, <laughs> they get lost and like what? You know, I was like, where are these you? I think it's it's so natural to us that we don't. Yeah, we yeah. we we're not trying to be rude, and I go, I can understand it's not their fault. No, yeah, you man. know, it, I mean. You kind of want to, like, yeah, you know, like, you know, the dude, yeah, he feels offended. Like, like, dude, you don't even speak Spanish. Like, oh, like, dude, yeah, that's how you grew up. Yeah. You know? It's like, you know, it's a, I mean, a lot of people that move from the barrio, they, you know. They do it to better their kids' lives. Thinking, yeah, you know what, I'm not going to let him be the way that I was growing up. It's very unique when we see Raza in other bands, you know, like, you know, there's some bands in Houston where it's like three Raza, two yeah. white dudes or whatever, and. You know, or in Dallas, or you know, it's it's you'll rarely find one person like, oh yeah, I love barbacoa, yeah. or tripas, or you know, stuff like that. A lot of me are like, what's that? We're like, Ooh, come down to Laredo, yeah, we'll take man. you. Hell yeah! And that was a beautiful thing when we used to book shows. We get all these bands from out of town. They were Puerto Ricans, they're Dominicans, they're from Ireland, they're from Damn, Scotland. Those Puerto Ricans were crazy, man. And and we bring them down, <laughs> and the first thing we would do is take them to Nuevo Laredo. Oh, that yeah. was hey, a culture dude, shock for them. The best time we ever went to New Laredo was uh, Hades from Norway, man. Yeah, oh. you know, it's like you take them over there and they'd be like, wow, this is dude, amazing. Shit, you just pinpointed something. Do you think that's when shit started to separate them? Of course, man. When you couldn't go when across we can't anymore? go across Fuck anymore. Yeah, man, that fucks everything up for everybody. Dude, a lot of people don't show up to Laredo because of that. Well, yeah, because no, they, but they, I understand they what you're saying. I'm saying uh, that that's I think that's the beginning of it, yeah. man. That I mean, would probably be the beginning you know, of the end of that. Yeah, in 20 years, culture. it's not going to be like this oh anymore. yeah, you know, like I've, I've never taken my kids across. They've See, never, there you go. Never, yeah, and, and this is ridiculous. They yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah. They, I mean, 13. You know, I have 13 year olds. Man, they've never seen fucking Mexico, dude. You know what I mean? You know, and in Juarez, the violence has been going on a lot longer. And when I talked to those dudes, they were in their early 20s, and they, no, I've never stepped foot in Juarez. You live like, yeah. And, yeah. You know, and that's what's going on right now. You know, we don't give them the experience. Well, we grew Even, up and it was our second home. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Shit, I mean, we, I we had didn't go a to lot doctors here. We would go to doctors over there. I still go to doctors. Yeah, I'll say, there. I mean, I had a lot of beers, but I also did a lot of other cool stuff yeah, that wasn't yeah. like, you know, Scarabajo kids. And, yeah. Dude, I mean, all, dude, it's got all the. No, not, not, not even shady stuff, just like normal everyday yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Going to the park and stuff like that. No, like, well, I, I would go over there and when I, was, uh, when I was dating Vettel, like just dating, you know, we would go over there and we would have dinner over there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'd have dinner. We'd you know have a go pick up some you know topo chico, come back with some sodas and yeah. stuff like that. You know that was that was normal. Man, every hey, time you know, he, hey, let's go over there. Yeah, every time you had a party, it's like, all right, man, who's who's coming with me? We got to go pick up some bottles. Yeah, and yeah, you'd yes, go and it's like thirty yeah. cheap ass bottles, yeah. and we'd come back and make punch, and it was like, yeah, and you man. would need to hide them underneath the yeah. seats and shit, so you don't have to claim <laughs> them on the way back. And then you, you hit the like the. I'm sorry, the Border speed. Patrol people that are listening. You pick up the, the customs, speed bump. Customs <laughs> ass. You just fucked up. Waco, Dallas. You pick up the speed bump, and you're like, anything declared? No. Clean. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you they're know what? They're empty. They're empty. I swear. You know, like, you're, you're right, man. I mean, that's true. That that's. I mean, that was what made Laredo so special for so long because we really were sister cities and we did go across back and forth nonstop. And it's not like that anymore. Now it's man. only them coming over here. Yeah. It's not us. No, they they we got away with when we were younger, younger man. Like, yeah, that, you're right. Yeah, they have moved to Laredo. I mean, dude, yeah, man. Oh, speaking of culture shock. I had a long conversation with Louis Mayorga when we were at the at the show. We were talking. I, I would tell him. I remember I told him, "Man, you know how good it felt when you know, you know." I started listening to heavy metal and stuff like that. And but like when I got introduced to punk rock and my friends, Danchi, you know, rest in peace. He introduced me to Suicidal, the first album. And I remember I saw the lineup. I said, "Louis Mayorga," I'm like what, like. And they dress like lowriders. And know. I was in, I was in a same man. Explain bandana, who. the flip cap. Explain you know. who Louis is. 
Louis Marga is a bass player, suicidal, the original bass player. Yeah. And he and plays for Louisidal? Louisidal, yeah. Oh, well, wow. yeah, it's his band, Louisidal. Yeah, okay. And all they do is uh, they play songs from the first two albums, actually three, but their drummer wasn't there to play the How Will I Lap, but they play a lot and they still dress apart. Nice. You know, and dude, I had like an intense conversation with Louis Marga. And the guy was just like, you know, it feels good to hear that. I go, dude, because it was, you know, we're from Laredo. We're kids, and we see Mayorga like on, yeah, on, on 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 the cassette. And I was like, "Wow!" And then like, and I remember my friend was like, "Dude, they just like cholos." Like, "What?" Yeah, man. Punk rockers just like cholos. I've never seen that ever in my life. You know? Yeah, you heard Tamara and Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Then I go, "No, he's not Mexican. He's from Chile or whatever." You know? People are like, yeah. "Okay, whatever." But you know, it's Araya. You know? But when we Close saw, enough. you know, <laughs> and then that's when. Uh, what's the name of the singer from Black Flag? He's also Rasa. Escadena. Escadena, yeah. you know, Escadena. You know, and then I started seeing, like, oh, wow, like, Rasa from California, you yeah, know, playing man. punk rock. That was amazing to me. Yeah. Remember, I was telling this story, and he got choked up, and I was like, wow. And his son uh, was doing merch, and he goes, dude, you got to hear this. He brought his son, wow, repeated the that's story. Awesome, man. And I go, no, you don't understand, like, you know, I didn't, I never wanted to start a band. Well, I mean, I always wanted to start a band, but it's just like, always thought like ah i don't know and you know i get inspired like and you know when you see rasa like you know making it you know yeah. being popular especially like and like suicidal tendencies yeah, man. you know and it's like wow you know you because you know they're from the barrio you know the way they dress it's like yeah. dude their neighborhood's probably like the same as ours yeah. yeah you know and it's like wow dude like you know it it it's insane and i remember he told me like well, where do you think we got that look it was because of me you know yeah. But when I saw like suicidal with shaved heads, bandanas, flip yeah, caps, man. like wow, these are gangs, like like gang members, rasa, like cholas that we've seen all our lives, and yeah. and then they play punk rock. You're like, wow. that was like one of the bands I related early on as a kid. Yeah. This is a really cool two for one because not only you know it's it's boogie. And Serge, that I've been friends with for a very long time. Yeah. You know, Jerry too has known these guys for a while, and we've all come from the same kind of circle. And it's awesome to talk music and talk about all this really cool shit that we, you know, like I said, most people take for granted, and that we've actually seen firsthand. And how funny it is how the culture of music is super different in Laredo as compared to anywhere else. Absolutely. So it's it's pretty cool. Now I want to talk. Oh, you know what? You you got really excited, man, and that made me very excited to talk about all this stuff. And I think I want to talk about I want to talk about how brujeria and curanderos are different from each other. Yeah. But how crazy and intertwined they are in the culture of Laredo, because I mean, it's it's a, a it's a, a heritage thing, like a Mexican heritage thing to to know. Uh, not even that you do it or you. Everybody, everybody has that one story. Oh my, you know, grandma knows somebody, or my tia knows somebody, or yeah. you know, and you hear all this like really funky stuff, and it's kind of like, damn man, like that's crazy. So it doesn't matter, you know. It, it it's kind of universal. Everybody's heard of something, right. but it's super different because, yeah, well, it's super different in the radio at least because. It's not like, oh, I heard this story. It's like, no, I actually know someone who does this stuff. Yeah. And they, like uh, the last podcast we did, they did a Olympiada of the Shop right before we did it. Okay. And it, we, you know, we just, it was just one of those things. And funny enough, yesterday did the same thing. We had a Olympiada of the Shop again is when they, when somebody comes and does the prayers and burning the incense and the sage. Yeah. And, and they clean the, the energy of the shop. So it was just really, I mean, and we the last uh, episode we talked about superstitions, you know stuff like that. And I'm not really a superstitious person, but I think that, you know, I mean it can't hurt. I've heard stories, and it, yeah, it does freak me out. But I'm just like, you know, okay, like yeah, you yeah, know what, like know. It, whatever. It's it's just so it's such a a part of our lives. It's so ingrained in in our in our minds that it's just kind of like a eh, yeah, okay, cool, man. I mean it happens, and if yeah. it doesn't happen, whatever. Yeah, but you asked me this question earlier, and I was trying to like figure out a way to segue into it. But so I, I, I use that like as well, we'll segue that way. Yeah, I mean, I can fill in two hours with this shit for real, dude. I mean, like my whole <laughs> life has been this crap. 
you know, and very lucky for it because you know it it it, it makes you uh, believe in in something more than science. You know, and I think it's very important for people to believe in something more than science. Because just believing in science is very egotistical. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we know everything. Oh, we got it all. Well, no, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, we, we got that taken care of a while back. Anyways, I won't digress too much. The difference between a, a brujo and a curandero. Yeah. This is a fucking, um, like, brujería warfare, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know oh my God. this is warfare. So basically a brujo, man, is going to go for it for the money. Whoever brings up, he's a he's a, a gun for hire. Gotcha. He's a mercenary. He's a spirit mercenary. Right. A brujo is a spirit mercenary who can give me the most money and I will work for you. Oh, what do you want? You want your husband to like, you know, uh, you know, forget his kids and, you know, go off with you. OK, we can do that. That's a brujo. A curandero will fight for the right. So it's black magic versus white magic. Yeah. The brujo does the black magic. The curandero does the white magic. Now, I've had the pleasure of experiencing both. <laughs> you know what I mean? And let me tell you, the curanderos are full. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The brujos are full of shit, dude. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's a whole town in Mexico. It's called, my God. There's a town deep in Mexico, and man, they, they have fucking rumors of fucking even, uh, of, uh, you know, David Copperfield being there, you know? I think, oh my God, it's, it's not Culiacan, it's, um, <laughs> anyways. I know Dude, what you're my talking family, about, yeah. My family comes from Linares. I, I never knew, like, I don't know much about my history from my mom's side. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we're all from Linares. And when I mentioned that to, like, older people, I was like, I'm oh, mucho Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. like. Oh Actually, the, in, in Liranes, I think that's where I read a story that there's a, a tree of, uh, what are they called? Uh, lechuzas. Lechuzas, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, a lechuza tree in, in Linares. Yeah. And, uh, it's supposed to be like this really haunted tree, a, a, a tree del diablo or something like that. Yeah, and well, I mean, Catamaco, that's the way, that's what it's called. Catamaco is like the, the, the fucking mecca of, of Mexican brujos. You go to Catamaco, I'm telling you, there's rumors of fucking David Copperfield being Catamaco. And, they, and there's rumors also of, of people fucking <laughs> flying like a motherfucking. Like, yeah. I know you say David Copperfield. I'm like, he made the Statue yeah. of Liberty disappear. That, you know, like, weird. come on. I like, you know, it's like. <laughs> that's they're really, just that's giving legitimacy the, to their. Yeah, to their, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, even if you look up Katamako on, on, on YouTube, man, you'll see like a, like. Almost like, a, what do you call those? Uh, televangelists? Yeah, man. Like televangelists, but they're brujos, man. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they too, call right? it, the, yo tengo un don, and I cannot charge you because I got the gift from God. Yeah. So how can yeah. I make money off the gift from God? Yeah. You know? But they'll take they'll take donations, man. That's what I'm saying, you know, yeah. Yeah, but they won't charge and, and for And I'm going it. with that. Yeah, like, you see, uh, the brujos, they would, they, would, they would charge you like 20 to 40 bucks like, yeah. per hour. And they, and they would tell you all sorts of crazy stories, man. I heard one story. I was like, no, there was a guy that came in and he was so, you know, um, uh, he was so doing so bad. They had done so much witchcraft on him that the guy, like, you know, they started doing the, you know, the brujo, the bruja, started fucking curing him and he actually threw up hair. Oh, damn. Now, this fucking hairball, he throws up hair in a corner. This fucking hairball stands up <laughs> and starts fucking running around. They have to catch the hairball. And burn it, and that's the way. The oh, there you go, you're cured. Throw yeah. a, how do you get a? How does a human get a hairball? Through the witchcraft and the evil and the <laughs> J Ram. Where, where okay, you at, I'm man? Sorry. Are you What's listening? Wrong with you, are you What's listening to you? this conversation I, I am at all, to man? This com so I was at uh, I was at work today, and uh, one of the girls was like, "Hey, I was at uh, I was getting my nails done." And I go, well, that's kind of fucked up because your nails, never mind, nails all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, but she was, uh, when she was doing my nails, she was, she also like um, reads like your hands and, and feet oh, and stuff yeah, like that. So, and I've never heard of someone reading your feet. That's, that sounds sexy. Yeah, well, kind of weird. She was doing tank? this. I, it was, she was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's reading her feet and, and, and hands and all that stuff and, and she's like, Hey, your your uh your intestines. Like, oh shit. I feel your intestines. Like what's uh are you oh, okay? Yeah, that's right. They do that with your feet. They yeah, it's, that's true. I, I was thinking about it in a totally different way. And um and she's like, Oh, well, yeah, why? You know? It's like, well, are you're not um you're not eating right and you got a lot of uh 
you're not eating enough fiber and are are you getting a pain in your it's like yeah i am getting yeah. a pain on my uh, you know stomach that's true your intestines are all fucked up no not mine the girls oh okay the, shit. the girls right. so uh, she did that and she's like no i'm gonna i need to get you some tea and you need to do this and i can do all this for 35 dollars <laughs> what? That's what's up, and that's how they get you. Okay, so you see, that's a bruja. That's a, those are brujos. The the now you go to the real motherfuckers, man. These guys don't charge shit, dude. And these guys, like they they like, I've been to two people that have been like legitimate. One of them, I was, I was pretty young age. Uh, the guy wouldn't charge you anything, and he used to adopt. I don't know, and, and your listeners can look it up. Look up Nino Fidencio. It's like a kid saint. He say, I, I turn into Nino Fidencio. Like, I am Nino Fidencio incarnate. You know what I mean? So, okay. Oh, this man. guy would not charge you, man. He would say, I cannot take your money. This is my gift from God. What? So he would just charge you water. And if you want to bring me some chicken... Not like Serrano in, in Major League. You can't, Get him a bucket of chicken. Not, not a, not, hey, not, I don't not, want everyone, not, everyone throwing up. Not, you know? a, not a live chicken. Not a live chicken, right? But we're like, well, how much chicken do you take a fucking curandero? Is it like a, you know, is it like an old timey riddle? Like, you know. Is it a $5 box? Yeah, yeah, is, no, it, yeah. is it $5 worth of chicken? The rotisseries I mean, on special HEB. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, so do we get your mashed potatoes with it? <laughs> Like, you know, what are the sizes you get with it? But, no, so we would get him, like, a box of chicken. Jesus. And, uh, but th this, is the thing this is the thing about it, man. Like, this guy, man, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, like, fucking, like, he wouldn't dick around, man. This guy is no dicking around. I mean, he, oh let me repeat, he, he's not asking for money. And, like, his house was, like, poor as shit, dude. Like, wow, like, you live here, really, like. Damn, it's all cement, ain't it? Wow, look at your shower. It doesn't have a and curve. And he lived here it's in Laredo. Cement. No, no, no. No, this oh, is deep a... in Mexico. Oh, Always, okay. The good ones are deep in Mexico. The, the <laughs> fucking, like, Mexico's, I said. Um, so, yeah, um, box of chicken and water. Here we go. Let's rock and roll. Let's get the fucking brujeria out. Rock and roll. <laughs> Let's do it. And this guy would fucking, like, step on you, man. He would step on you. Oh, that's he weird, step on man. You, man. He would fucking oh. on the chest. Oh, shit. And he would feel it. And then he would say, okay, guys, all right, so tonight I'm going to go over to your house. You're going to hear, you're going to hear, you're going to hear sounds in your house. You know what I mean? Can we turn on the lights and the, okay. <laughs> no, no, we cannot. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, man, so he would go in the morning and, oh, my God. And I, I don't want to get too, too personal with this story, but I, it is definitely true. I mean, we, we heard shit in our kitchen. We heard footsteps in our hallways. I mean, and it's true, man, because, uh. Yeah, I don't want to get too personal, but it's true. Anyway, you would go the next morning. You would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were wearing this at night. I saw you guys. It was me. What? Don't worry about it. Like It was me. I told you guys I'm going to visit. I told you all not to freak out. <laughs> oh, and, and you were wearing this at night, and, and your brother was wearing this. And, and he like, was turning. He turned into he, Nino Fidencio. He would go into spirit form at night and go into your house and clean it in spirit form. And you would hear him. Damn. This is completely fucking true. After after I met those people that do not charge, yeah, fuck science. <laughs> fuck you know? science. And my wife is a scientist. So, you know, it's, it's pretty fucking weird to say this. But, yeah, fuck science. We don't know everything. It's pretty kind wow, of egotistical to, to assume that we know everything. Yeah, that's true. It is. I, I, it, I, I, I agree with you to yeah. a point. All this talk about curanderas and brujos, um, when I would uh, talk to my, I have a half, I have half sisters, half brothers. But I'm really close to one of my half-sisters. And I met one of her friends, and she's one of those girls that will, like, put a curse on you or whatever right, the fuck. Yeah. Like, she always has to move into a place yeah. that's, like, walking distance from a cemetery so she can give offerings. Yeah. You they, know? They've been known to tie red ribbons on chickens and throw them on yeah, yards. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so what the, throw what the fuck is that Okay, about? you know what? I need to hear <laughs> that shit after, he, after Boogie finishes his story. I need to hear Sir okay, fucking thing about that. Okay, okay, right. Here's the story. Like, this chick, she smoked. Like, this was I, your half-sister. This is your half-sister? My, ha my half-sister's friend. Friend. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Friend. So she was from Austin. You know, she's Rasa. The only thing weird about her, she smoked like 20 joints a day. That chick would not stop smoking fucking <laughs> joints. And she was still just like normal, like nothing. Like, all right, cool. So one time she's into town and we go to uh, to go to a party. 
You know those duplexes that are by Nixon, the water towers, those duplex houses? Right. You know, where Arturo used to by live? The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah by yeah, the yeah. cemetery? By the cemetery, you know. So like right across the street from the cemetery. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know how. Right behind it, right? I don't, yeah, I don't know. One of the duplexes, they had a party. So it's like, so we walk in, and this chick just, like, sits down. She's sweating. She's throwing up. And we're like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck's wrong with her? Like, she's ODing on marijuana. I don't know. Like, what? you know, I'm just like, you know. Just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Buddy. Dude, I don't do she, drugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she didn't have too much alcohol. She's definitely cursed. She had one yeah. too no, many she doesn't, marijuana. No, she didn't drink. Oh, like, she all didn't she, drink. No, okay, she did was smoke, okay, right? Okay. So, like, oh, something's in here. I don't know. And this is that. And, like, the, the person that was hosting the, the party gave her water or whatever. It goes, there's something in here, right? Like, something in here that, that troubles like you. And, and she just goes, oh, fuck, how'd you know? I was like, yeah, you know, there's something that doesn't want the people here. Like, like, and then she goes, nice. Like, does this all this happen? He goes, yeah, you know, you walk into the kitchen and, you know, shit's open. You see shadows. You hear noises. Yeah. No, and here's the thing. Like she said, I can get rid of it. Just give me a chance to come back and be prepared. On she didn't charge the girl. They never charged. They, she came the back and I can get charged. rid of it. And it turns out it was an old lady who used to live there back in the day, and and then afterwards. Um, I never found out like if it worked or not. I just like you know it was just. She goes, I'll come back next time and and, and I'll, I'll cleanse. How old, how old was the friend? Uh, she was older than me. I'm 42. She's probably like in her 50s right now. This is like at, at, at the time. time she was like in her 30s. Okay. I was like in my early she 20s. Saying. She was in her 30s. Yeah. And then she she told me this fascinating story. She goes, I fell in love with a married man, and he kept telling me. I'm going to leave my wife and my family. We're going to be together. You know, she did. The guy did that for like years until finally she's like, fuck you, whatever. She goes, fuck this. You're not going to do this. So one of the last times they, they had sex, she kept the condom he used. Oh, and she did some sort of mm. whatever. Perfect segue. Put it in the freezer. Mm. Weeks later, he goes, what did you do to me? What did you do to me? What did you do to me? He goes, what do you mean? Well, I didn't classic. do anything. The guy could not get an erection. That's classic. No matter what yeah, he did, classic. the guy couldn't get... Turns out the guy was fucking like four other women telling him the same thing. Yeah. He she found out and when she got the condom, she did that shit. Just banging a bunch of witches. You know, and I was like, and she said, like, get it off me, get it off. The guy could not get an erection. Yeah. The guy went to doctors to check it out what was wrong with him. He goes, Nothing's wrong with you. And then she figured out it's this fucking chick, you know, wow. who's all into this shit. No, and here's the thing, like, she's been to my house tons of times, and I remember I told my sister, like, is my house haunted? I go, no, she's been there haunted. Like, if your house was haunted, she would have felt something and would have told out, yeah. you. To, and, and, and my sister kind of dabbled in that, too. Like, she would say, like, oh, I, I did an offering for you so you can have a great year or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. She put, like, a picture in a jar with I don't know what and bury it. Or, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, shit like that. So, and, and she so goes. she went to your house and didn't feel anything. No, yeah, she didn't feel anything. And, mind you, this was, like, the 90s. And then she told me. But no, she had said, have you lived there Have you lived there all your life, like your family? I go, yeah. Yeah, and I have a long history of girls not feeding anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. I'm on a roll, I'll stop. I'm going to put the mic down. Here we go, go. Wow. Sorry, folks. So Bye. what's the deal with the, the tying a red string around a chicken okay, and so, throwing yeah, it or whatever? Yeah, yeah, okay. So once again, uh, brujeria warfare. And it, I'm telling you, man, it's a 24-hour battle. And it starts after like 12 o'clock, and you got fucking people throwing powders. <laughs> like, what is this powder? Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, wow. like you're throwing powders at, at, at like somebody's house. Like, what is this? And then like, okay, well, the powder didn't do the trick. Tomorrow, dude, I gotta take tomorrow, a picture of this because tomorrow I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna go in heavy. I mean, it's gonna be shocking awe. <laughs> it's gonna be shocking awe in this house. And the only way to shocking awe is to fucking tie a red ribbon on a fucking chicken. And we're gonna fucking do it. And that's gonna really gonna freak him out. Like, you know you what sound I mean? like Tony Orlando and Don tie a yellow ribbon then, on the old oak tree. Oh, no, no. Tie I mean, a red like, ribbon like, on a fucking like, chicken. Like, Are you fucking, serious? A chicken with a red ribbon on its feet is like fucking finding the horse's head in Godfather. Get oh, the like, you know what I mean? Here, dude. <laughs> it's oh done. You got, you got a death sentence, man. It's over. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're cursed for life. Yeah, you are. You talk about this battle, I, and I picture like Harry Potter. Mind no, you, I've only it, seen it, the first it, movie. It, it, I don't it's know. Like, it's like, like everyone with wands and. It, it's like Game of Thrones without the penises. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My God. You know, and I've never seen Game what of Thrones. Dude, Game of Thrones without the penises is just Clash yeah. of the Titans. Yeah, you know? okay. Like, rock, <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, but. <laughs> but okay, so the last, the last uh, you know, curandera I went to, and, and this one, I'm going to wrap this up real, you know, on this one. Um, once again, deep in Mexico, once again, not taking any money. 
And and this is what I understood from the curanderos. Um, it, you know, because they don't do it for money, man. Yeah, are, they do. Are they, are they performance artists? <laughs> like, because this last one I went to, she would, like, rub you, man. She would rub you, and she would... <laughs> Like burp? Yeah, she, the and the more yeah, I, I was the doing that on purpose. Fuck? Yeah, so the more she would burp, the more. And I'm rubbing Gabe here. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm like enjoying the, this. Yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah. You have a lot of dark spirits because I yeah. burped a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> oh the more she God. would burp, the Give more. Give me thirty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, but she wouldn't ask for money. Oh, that's She wouldn't right. ask for money. Give me some fried chicken. Yeah. But, but like, but like, but, like, oh, my, like you know, I went with a tia of mine. You know, God bless her. So. Uh, and uh, and it was like fucking seven in the morning. Like we woke her up. Like, hey, hey, we got we got a real sick individual here. Like, you know, you need to cure him with your burp. You know, whatever. Sorry, we pollo feliz is still closed. Whatever, you know? whatever, like, oh, whatever, man. whatever. The the dawn of burp that you have. You know what I mean? The gift of burp. You know, you obviously got it from. Anyways, but yeah, man. So what I got from it is like, man, you know. You know, even if it didn't do anything, even if I didn't believe in this, it still does something. The performance that she yeah, gave oh at seven in the morning yeah, but for no money. Like, <laughs> God damn it. And we're performers to wind it all up. We're performers, me and you, Boogie. You two get all of us are performers, man. Imagine somebody waking you up at seven in the morning and knocking on your door and they're not paying you. And, and, and with all and these like, high hopes and get your band. Yeah. You yeah. better hook up. You know, yeah. play me a song. Yeah. No, but like your show is just burping. Your show is rubbing people but and it, burping and you saying, just make like, sure yeah. they didn't go to yeah. Linz the day before yeah. and yeah. that yeah. shit will um, stink like did, you, did you see how I burped? That's how <laughs> sick you are. Yeah, man, but <laughs> yeah. That, that, but it's it's a it's a thing. It's like a well, you know, I mean, you know, God touched them, they didn't touch me, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know, mm-hmm. like what would you call the whole thread in the forehead? It's and a reminder, really. I think it's a superstition more than anything else, man. Is the whole like, cure with the egg. I'm like, dude, I want an omelet. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know? can, like, can we make an omelet after you rub it on me? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and you know what? We, we we talked about this the last yeah, I, the I last thing, that. and it was like, uh, it's it's they're they're superstitious habits, man. That's what they are, and, yeah. and they're just it's like things that have been passed down yeah. down generations, and no one really understands why they do it. They yeah. just fucking do L- it. Like I said, fuck science. Yeah. <laughs> For the most you know part, I mean, I understand, I mean, man. Fuck science, you know. I mean, like, uh, the, it goes deeper. Hey, don't fucking, don't stop, don't stop fucking rubbing me, man. Keep I, going. I, I heard the last <laughs> show. I heard the last show and, and the rubbing of the egg. That just, that's just the beginning. Yeah, you no, know? yeah, man. So it, there's a there's a second procedure. You know what I mean? What's that's, the second? That's novice, uh, you know, curandero. The second step of curandero is breaking the egg on the fucking pan and watch. This is what scared you, and it's gonna oh, yeah. shape into you know this, J-Man. Yeah, it's what? it shapes into what scares yeah, you. I'm so that one time, that either, yeah, one time when my mom almost she got in a car accident. Yeah, no, so yeah, they broke the egg and it was a big truck because a big truck. Uh, wow, man, that's crazy. Crashed yeah. into. Here's a question: Is it is this all something? I mean, yeah, you say you say fuck science and you you believe you know all the stuff that happens. Wait, but do you it, really really do believe? Yeah, that? I do because you know I go by the name. Uh, you know I go, you know my stage name is Doctor Surgical Funk and Science. And and, and and when I, did you join now, Parliament? I, you know, like, I, right? I, I, I am, no, it's I am, power of power, man. I am, I am neither a doctor or neither am I a Funkin Science, but I can tell you this. <laughs> I can tell you this oh though. Uh, you know, a, a doctor back in the days was a shaman, man. And I can tell you, man, I am definitely a shaman. A shaman would also be the entertainer of the crowd, so you would heal the people. And you would also entertain them. Now you, you know how you know the how how good of a uh, curandero is. Is it? Yeah, man. There's there there's ones that take chicken. I've heard that. You know, take him a box of chicken. He'll fucking like you know, feed his family. But when they ask for pan dulce, man, that's when you know they're fucking amazing. <laughs> I want I want some meat. Though. Like oh, you're yeah. You know, I bring bring me some conchas and make sure they're you, you chocolate. Gotta, you gotta have me on for part two, where I don't talk about curanderos and I talk about uh, dissecting the crypto Jew and Dorado. The crypto Jew. And I'll tease you with that and I'll leave you with that. Well, I want to thank Boogie for coming out and talking to us. Thank you very much, man. Thank you, you, Boogie. Thank you for having me. And a blast, man. You're a very old friend. You're a very good friend. And uh, I think that your point of view is something that, you know, we miss. 
you know, in, in, in this kind of, you know, in this, in this culture that we live in nowadays. And, uh, you know, this is pretty, it's been, it's, this is fun. And, uh, you know what, I want to thank, uh, what was the name again? Doctor Dr. Surgical Funkin Science. Dr. Surgical Funkin Science, you know, amongst friends, you can call me Surgical. Dr. Surgical Funkin Signs. Doctor of Nonsense. Doctor of Funk, Surgeon of Punk. Uh, thank you very much, guys, you. for, for coming you. out. And this was a lot of fun. And uh, this was episode two of Culture Shot. Okay, so the big finale. Doloache is the ultimate form of brujería. You ever seen like nombre esta bruja? Like you know what I mean? And it goes like this, man. These ladies, man, they take their panties and they make like a fucking punch. You know what tapache is? No, no. I don't even know if I want this shit to hit the air, man. Let's do it. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> tapache is like fucking fermented panties. Nobody. Tapache is fermented pineapples. Yeah. Doloache is Fermented period panties. Oh. So you get you get the these ladies, man. They believe so much in this shit that they get their fucking panties in their menstrual cycle. I'm trying to make this a scientific. No, you, you, no it doesn't matter. You, you you let it out. And uh, yeah, man. So they they feed their husbands either a soup or a punch, mm. a, 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 a menstrual soup, menstrual if you soup, will. Man, yeah. What yeah. is a soup? And this is it? the ultimate of brujería, dude. This is the ultimate. Like, you get this done, you're done. Like, you'll, you'll leave your wife, you'll leave your kids. You know what I mean? You'll forget who you are. You'll walk the streets, and you cannot even look up in the sky. You'll look down on the floor, because that's what you feel like. So that, and I'm dead serious. Like, yeah, th this is... This It'll is make you crazy. Toloache, baby. All right. Thank you very, very, very much. My, my two... My two old friends. <laughs> and we're going to leave it out with this ridiculous <laughs> amount of laughter. Thank you.